Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have any sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. The podcast where back of house Sally and front of house Marco talk food and drink. Heads up. These two spent decades in restaurants, so some mature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks up. You're listening to Eat and Drink. Hello, that's Marco Timpano. That's Ali Hassan. And Marco, I'm just going to say right off the bat, a lot more obnoxious this morning than most days. Really? Right, I'm, right away. I Considering mean, I wasn't I 30 in, minutes late. I come in here, he's got <laughs> headphones. He goes, here's some headphones. Oh, okay. That way you won't yell into the mic. What the nerve of you to squash my passion for the show that we do every week? Can you imagine an Italian guy trying to tell another guy to just, uh, hey, lower your voice when we're talking about stuff we're passionate about? Folks, if you're listening to this podcast and you hear distortion or your ears just buzz because all of a sudden it's really loud, it's that South Asian man who's sitting across. From I never me. had headphones until today, so now maybe that'll maybe that'll be the issue. Fair I'll point. That, I'll put that blame on you as well. You're maybe the issue. Fair point. I'm going to go right into our cocktail. Let's drink. I've been wanting to make this cocktail since we started the podcast. Yeah. And I haven't. Okay. And now that I know your tastes, I kind of feel like you're going to dig it. I hope. That's great. Okay. The bottle you have, uh, yes. it says lucid on it. There's the cats, the eyes of cats. Yeah. And cats is uh, quite a divisive topic. Have you seen days. it? I'm not going to watch the movie, but no, I saw okay. the show. I, I saw the stage show a couple yeah, of months yeah. ago. Oh, you saw the recent one? I saw the one okay. yeah, in, in, in Toronto. And yeah. um, I don't fully understand what all the hype has been about. I, I don't love cats. Like, it's not my... I don't love cats the animal. I don't love cats the... The, the musical, you. but you have a wine with the. You have a. That's not a wine. No, you have this a is bottle a, of this is absinthe actually. It's absinthe. Yeah. So okay. So before I start, like, unlike the last time I made the paper plane, I'm going to tell you what the cocktail is to begin with. All right. Oh, have you me. ever had a corpse reviver number two? No. Okay. So is this something a bartender would know? Like oh, you, most definitely. You really? Yeah. Okay. So the corpse. So the corpse reviver is a series of cocktails, right? So there's corpse. Corpse Reviver number one, number two, number three, and they've been around forever. And a lot of the recipes in the series have been lost. So we don't have all the Corpse Reviver numbers. Number two is one of, if not the most popular. And this cocktail has been around since like 1861. A recipe appeared in Gentleman's Table Guide in uh, 1871. Are they known as hangover drinks? Is that what I'm getting you, you, from yeah, the Corpse you, Survivor? Okay. You beat me to the punch there. Sorry. So, no, no, it's Pardon all good. Me. I was going to say, I, I was hoping you would be hungover <laughs> when we recorded this show. The one time! I know. Oh, it's like, oh, man. Sorry. Because you, you've been hungover. We've both been hungover and done shows. Yeah. Yeah, we feel like it's. Uh, and considering we feel like it's the right thing to do. It's not even eleven in the morning that we're recording this. No, and we're going to be drinking this now. I'm not a fan of absinthe. Where do you sit on the absinthe? Uh, uh, I I don't like things that are too absinthe forward. Yeah, let's say. But uh, I'm not I'm not averse to it. Okay. Know? So yeah. what I'm doing here is we're going to use a dash of absinthe. Mm-hmm. So I put a little spot of absinthe in the yeah. coupe glass. I'd say like an eighth of a teaspoon. You probably yeah, but I'm even going to use less of that. Okay. I'm going to just swirl it in the glass. Okay. And then I'm going to pour it out. Oh. And so you just get, a, especially because I asked you, I asked you if you like absinthe. You're like, I'm not, I'm not a big absinthe fan. So that's what I'm going to do there. All right. So yeah. just a little bit. I could leave what I just put in there. Like you said, an eighth of a teaspoon. Yeah. But I'm going to do this. This is to swirl and to give a flavor at the yeah. bottom of the. Yeah. A dash. So whatever your interpretation of a dash is, that's what you're going to do. But always at the beginning first. Yeah. I mean, you could do it just before you pour in there. But the reason I not is because I'm going to have a handful of shaker. Mm. And to do it afterwards is going to be tricky. 
once again, my favorite types of cocktail, equal portions of all the ingredients that you're going right. to put in there. So we're going to do an ounce, an ounce, an ounce, an ounce, right? So I we're going to start with an ounce of gin. It doesn't really matter which one you start with because it's going to be shaken. But I like to start with the gin or, or the predominant potent potable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a nice uh, large bottle of Hendrix there, like a self-respecting bartender. It's so funny because I'm not really a gin drinker. I no. just happen to have Hendrix because it's a of, big bottle. Yeah, airport, airport bottle. Of course, if you know what I of mean. Of course, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Lille, you like a deal. Lille, Lille, yeah. is it Franc? Lille, uh, Lille, Franc? Yeah, Lille, Lille, Lille whatever. Yeah, uh, okay. it says the recipe often. People here, you know? Well. The lile part of this is kind of tricky because it says kina lile, and this is not kina lile. And I was trying to figure out where I would get kina lile. I don't know where I can get it here in Ontario. I don't know if it's a difficult um, thing to get. So they say to use uh, a medi- um, a vermouth called. Oh, I wish I would have wrote it down. Coquino Americano. I'll look that up after. Mm. And uh, of course, Lila and Fear Wondering, a subtle blend of selected wine and fruit liqueurs. Yeah. It's like a vermouth. It's like a, a subtle vermouth. Uh, Contro Triple Sack, any orange flavored uh, liqueur you want to use in there as well. And then something I know you appreciate in cocktails, which is the lemon juice. I so, do. fresh lemon juice. I, I strained it twice because. Uh, it felt a little pulpy to me. Those vessels. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. An ounce of this. And an ounce of that. So now you put an ounce of four things, plus you had the dash of vermouth, a uh, dash of absinthe at the That's beginning. right. So now I'm going to shake it. Is that what that sounds like in the headphones? You should be talking right now. <laughs> I'm watching you, and I'm experiencing headphones for the first time. I'm like, this has got to be, uh, it's got to be insane for people with very good audio. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna be pouring this out. I just want to. I want to note. I'm so proud of Marco. Didn't didn't spill any ice. Had the ice already in the shaker. Yeah. What is it? Forty five episodes it took you to learn to put the ice in the shaker you know, rather than put ice with your hand in here in the studio. You brought a shaker. You're full not of ice. wrong. I don't know if you want to take a picture of this. I do want to take a picture before Why you I drink not it. Want to take a picture. Well, because your camera's not ready and all that <laughs> business. <laughs> Why do you judge me? I love that we take the picture on air. I know. Well, shit. Where else? Would I've we got. Do I've it? got a picture of all this business. Do you? Yeah, the business. So, yeah. Okay. All right. So good for you, bud. Now, so take a drink time? of that. Yeah, please. Is it my time. Uh, I'm just gonna have a little bit here. You sure are. What do you? That's a good. I, I just don't feel like making a, another one. Cheers, my friend. Oh, cheers first. Then it's all good. It's all good. Listen, you got to taste while I'm talking. I totally this? get it. Yeah, no worries. So he's drinking it. It's got a nice color to it, a kind of lemony color. Let's see what he thinks. Okay, depends where you grew up, but. Oh shit! Do you remember when okay. um, when you were a kid, and the way you would buy orange juice in this tube, and it was frozen from concentrate? Was it like I had a triangle? Oh, okay, yes, okay. Old South. Old South. I think it was Old South. I, I believe it. So you gotta you gotta rinse it with water. It's from the freezer. Then you sloop it into a oh, jar, it's and like then a, you add three containers yeah, of water. A can. Right. It was a can. You yeah. said a tube, but it was like it's a, a can. can. I mean, a can. A it was a tube, meaning you could crush it in your hand afterwards too. But it wasn't a tube. It was a can. It was like a. It was a paper can. Let's say, like it's. It was a cylinder. Whatever a you're cylinder. comfortable with. You want paper can? I'll give you a paper can. It's exactly what it was. When it you was said when can. you said tube, I was thinking like you know how the yogurts come in tube now. Yeah, that's what I was visioning, right? So okay. I just want to be clear to our paper listeners. can is exactly right. Mm-hmm. Then you'd get lemonade. Yes. In paper can yeah. as well. That was four glasses of water. Oh, okay. not three. Yeah. Three was orange. So this reminds me 
of that lemonade that I drank as a child, which is weird because it has three types of alcohol in it if you mm. count the uh, absinthe. But this is my childhood. Oh, wow. Maybe, so. my, uh, maybe my parents were... This is how they kept me in line. Huh? Maybe, maybe, maybe this really ta- this really reminds me of um, warm days in summer. Okay, and drinking that lemonade, uh, you know, from the from the paper can. All right, so you're saying it reminds you of childhood, but I, I still don't know if you like it or not. Maybe you. Didn't I like had a child- nice childhood. Okay, I really just, like this. Listen, drink. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. <laughs> uh, can you take taste the absinthe in it? Barely, Barely, but yes. You can see that there's absinthe in it because absinthe tends to give stuff a little bit of a translucent kind of color Mm -hmm. to it. And from this angle, I can see that there is some absinthe in that uh, cup. I love it. Good. I'm a fan. Yeah, Yeah, so the Corpse Reviver. I got a little bit of a buzz off two sips, by the way. Well, imagine if you were hungover. Yeah. Corpse Corpse Reviver. Consider me revived, my friend. That's Corpse Reviver number two. Okay. And uh, here's now my all thing. the numbers, they're like completely different drinks or do they all have some something in common? Great question. So they don't necessarily have uh, everything in common. Number three is very close to number two, but they use this Australian punch of some sort in there. Uh, number one has um, cognac, calvados, and uh, vermouth in it. So very different from okay. this. And then there's other versions that don't necessarily have numbers, that they have names to it. So it's it was a bit of a of exploration on the internet with regards to uh, Corpse Reviver. But Corpse Reviver number two is the most popular. And you are telling me that yeah. a self-respecting bartender yes. in a place that specializes in cocktails, I go, I need a Corpse Reviver number two. They go coming right up. Yeah, he, she, they should know how to make it yes. without a doubt. Uh, and if they don't, it's one of those things, well, you don't know how to make one of the classic cocktails, right? Um, I get it if you don't know how to make a... Uh, Really, a, co- a cocktail that's out of vogue, let's say, that's, that hasn't been around for quite some time. But this this I've seen in bars, and I, I know a few self-respecting bartenders. And if and if you are kind of like, I like something that's a little bit citrus, that yeah. has some strength to it, gin-based, this is something that should come to mind. Well, that's how I've begun ordering cocktails yeah. now. Because uh, I don't have favorite cocktails. I like a gin, a double gin and tonic with cucumber shaved into it. I yeah. don't know even know if that has a name. Anyway... But I, I don't have a favorite cocktail. So but what I do is, as, as you know, yeah. I do have flavors I like. Sure. So not too sweet, gin forward or tequila forward. Yep. And, uh, and uh, you know, uh, tangy would be great, ideally. And uh, that's that's my favorite, to watch yeah. a bartender go, I, I think they like that too. Like sure if you're, you're called a mixologist, if your bar is known for cocktails, mm-hmm. you like a little bit of a challenge. The other thing too, you got to imagine in a bar, that has a, a cocktail menu on the table. Those bartenders are constantly making those five or six cocktails. Yeah. So when you come to them and say, hey, I want a paper plane or something that's not on their list, even if they have to look on the, on their on their phone, and I never made that, let me take a yeah. look, they should be able to do it. Yeah. Especially with, for example, this is an easy cocktail, like I said, equal ingredients with everything you would find in a bar. Uh, but it, they enjoy making it because it's something that they're not making all the time. And they're like, oh, this is fun for me. You know what I mean? I would hope so. I would hope that if I go in and go, I'll have a Labatt Blue, they roll their eyes and go, Jesus Christ. And it's the equivalent of uh, ordering well-done steak at right. a steakhouse. Like, uh, could you be less uh, adventurous? You sure. know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Well, this is a good drink, man. Well, that's two for two, man. You like the paper plane. You like this. So now you can go into a- Don't well, get used to it. Well, listen. I have one, <laughs> I have one that's tequila-based that I want to do for you. Part of the problem or part of the, the the challenge I have is, like, I had absinthe, 
But you, the listener, might not have absinthe in your house and you don't want to spend whatever it is, 20 bucks to buy a bottle of absinthe if you don't enjoy absinthe. Like right. this is going to last me a lifetime. A lifetime. Like, yeah. like who am I kidding? Although I'm, I'm a good quarter of the way through, how often am I, am I buying absinthe, right? But I wanted to make this cocktail. If there's a cocktail where I really want to make it, I'll go out and buy that liquor. But I have to also realize if they don't have it in small, smaller bottles, I'm going to be stuck with that for a while. Like I've got green creme de men. <laughs> That'll last my grandchildren, right? Well, you gotta. What you gotta do is, yeah. you gotta act like the way a restaurateur acts. Okay. You look in the pantry, you look in the fridge, and you're like, "What's on its way out? What mm. need? What do we need to push?" Sure. New special on the menu. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, chickpea puree with a bison, whatever you know, because the bison has been in the freezer for a while, and chickpeas, these dry chickpeas, are like a sure. year old now. So you. That's what you got to do when people come over. You okay. got to you got to slap your hands. You go, all right. Who wants a creme de Marco? <laughs> Whatever you give it your sexy name. Sure. That sounds horrific. Actually, that sounds uh, like they've come to the wrong place right. on the wrong night. <laughs> but <laughs> this is that's where my mind Listen, went without any preparation. That inspires me. You're going to be drinking a lot of creme de menthe oh, for the next month. I'm not coming over anymore. <laughs> creme de menthe and absinthe. What do you think of that combination? I, I can only think disgust. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I also want to invite our listeners. If there's a cocktail you want to hear us make and enjoy. Uh, send us an email at podcast eat drink, tweet us, uh, Instagram podcast us. Podcast eat drink at gmail.com, by the way. What did I say? Oh, you I just, said- you just ended it and you're like, let them figure it out. <laughs> Yahoo. Huh? We're not going to spoon feed you, people. <laughs> We're not going to spoon feed you like we spoon fed this drink. You know what? I need to drink a little more. I think I'm a little bit I too. Think, I think you're, you're pretty mellow. Mm-hmm. For a guy who was lit up when I came in, I'm the one, I, I was late. My wife's aunt- Oh, and no. I shouldn't be talking wanna, about. Yeah, I just, I just listen. She's not going to listen to this. I don't think she has a computer, but uh, she doesn't have a phone. Uh, she doesn't her have friends a computer. Listen, no, nah, I listened good. to your nephew on, and he was bad. She doesn't you. know all which right, aunt. All, right. all I'm going to say is, say what you mean, mean what you say. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. Fair enough. If you don't want more food, say no and mean it. If you yeah. want some more food, say my, maybe one, maybe I should. Well, you don't want to go for steak dinner, we're steak lunch. We're going to go for steak yeah. lunch. Then, 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 then say it. Be clear. And you. You know, speaking of steak, uh, next week we're going to have a mini episode and we're going to talk about something that peeves me with regards to steak. Are you cool with okay, that? Okay, sure, All right. All right. sure. So stay wow. tuned for that. Wait a whole week for this. Yeah, uh, well, listen, enjoy your cocktail. Now let's get to your food. Let's do it. I'm excited about this. Okay, so the scent is filling up the booth. We went upstairs, we warmed it up. I, I warmed some tortillas here that you can eat this with. Like you, yes. Uh, I will also tell you the name first Good. because I'm a civilized human yeah. being. Alu meti. It's called alu meti. Alu means potatoes. Yeah. Meti is fenugreek. Meti. Meti. M-E-T-H-I, if anybody's okay. looking up what it is. Meti. Fenugreek okay. you can find in uh, various forms. It's like, it's like um, fennel. Yes. In the sense that you can find fresh, you can find seeds, yes. you can find dried, you know, ground fennel as well. And which of those three did you use in here? I used fresh met- okay. meti. So you what, what does it look like fenugreek? When you, does it look like uh, You know what it looks like? Fennel? You, you know what tarragon looks like? Yes, of course. So it's picture half that size, just okay. a small leaf, kind of thin, okay. but large, like a, like a, you know, about this long. With with the and soft, okay. uh, softer than than tarragon. And you use the stem and the leaves, or just the leaves? You can use some of the stem. Okay. The, the stems are kind of thick, so I trim off a All lot right. of the stem. But you can use a bunch of it. So I'm going to have you with the tortilla. Take yes. a bite. Now the first thing is so alu meti. Alu is potato. Yes. Now, 
Methi, so if, if people can have I eaten, do this one? you can do this for okay. sure. So you uh, don't do it like that. Oh, just sorry, take man. a bite off. Just uh, listen, you savage. You take uh. a you take a bite like this, and you get into the. Oh shit! Into, yeah. I'm sorry, because I was I was gonna make a taco. I was he Mexico was style. You're gonna, and yeah. then, you know, I love Mexicans. I right. love Mexico style, but I just want you to eat it this okay. way. Often eaten with yogurt. Oh, now yeah. the reason I thought so I saw mm. I see the meti yesterday I see it fresh it looks amazing, and I pick it up. We have talked about bitter foods, mm. right? The Italians love their rapini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Please keep eating. So um, meti again is very bitter. You have to salt it first. You salt it for fifteen minutes, and then you drain uh, the liquid out is it of okay it. If I eat yeah, of course you can eat it yeah. like that. Now he's asking for. Now I've made you but too wait a conscious second. of it. You, okay, you, you're heating a pan. What are you putting in the pan? Okay, but wait, wait, wait. We'll, okay, we'll, okay. Get to, okay, we'll get okay, to the okay, recipe. Okay, okay, but okay. what Sorry, I want to so. say is that uh, meti has to sort of be accompanied by something. Okay. And, and potatoes, mm. what, a, what, a, you know, what, a fantastic, what a fantastic product mm-hmm. the potato is. Just off the top of our head, we can name a thousand different potato dishes. Huh? What do you got? You go first. Uh, gratin. But potato gratin is great. A French fries. Gnocchi. Okay, alu tiki, which is like potato patties, basically. Stuffed potato. Stuffed potato. Uh, baked potato, just on its own. Um, My wife's favorite. Did we mention French fries? I mentioned French fries. Oh, sorry. On, um, buddy, where uh, poutine. <laughs> poutine is great. Okay, why not? There's a, a thousand things you can do with the humble potato. This is an interesting thing where the potato is not really the star. The methi is yeah. the star, but it goes so well with it. If you just had methi on its own, a little bit tougher. Okay, listen. I got to tell you this. Tell me about right. this. Right okay, first of all, this is... A fantastic food if you're vegetarian or vegan. All right, let's and throw it, it out there. Let's throw it out there. It. Okay, first of all, second of all, it's flavorful. What I like is that I feel warmth in my chest. Yeah. So if I'm feeling under the weather, or if I need, you know, in the winter, you want something that's gonna just like be that comfort food that warms you up. You just came out from the snow or a windy day, and you need something that's just gonna be like, okay, this is gonna heat. This is gonna cause heat sure. in my body. I'm not into Ayurvedic medicine or whatnot, but if you need heat. To combat cold or wet, yes, this is this is a perfect. You dish. are right on the money, yeah. buddy. But it has turmeric in it. It yeah. has ginger and garlic in it, which are those warming yeah. things in in Ayurvedic, um, um, you know, um, teachings. Yeah, or, we're not uh, we're not necessarily practitioners, but if you want to, I love by, the not necessarily. Yeah, That's listen. hilarious. Maybe we are. Maybe we maybe aren't. You what come you by, want? we'll figure it out. What are you? Are you pita? Okay, we'll figure this out. Do you mind if I dip? Uh, while I'd, I'd love you okay. to dip. I'd love yeah. you to dip. So I brought this knowing that you like some of these bitter greens, and that's what that is. It's not super bitter because of the draining I did, but it can be. But this is, you nailed it, this is a a great breakfast dish. Mm -hmm. This is a start to a day. And my mother, Yasmin Hassan, shout out to you. I know you're not listening to the show, but she would make this for for breakfast. And this with a raita, like a cucumber raita on the side, or with an egg and the creaminess of the egg with this. I mean, I'm, I'm... Huge fan of this for breakfast. Well, what's a cucumber raita? Because I'm sure there's listeners oh, saying. Oh, I, I, I mean, I, apologize. I, know, I know what it is. Of course you but, but. know. I mean, I have my doubts. But a cucumber <laughs> raita is, is yogurt. So a raita is, is, you know, I guess you could do sour cream. But typically sure. it is yogurt mixed with something else. So you can do shredded zucchini. Mm-hmm. You could do shredded um, uh, cucumber, as I mentioned. Yes. You can have pineapple chunks. Yum. I've seen that happen. Uh, a raita can also just be like yogurt with a little bit of salt, pepper, mm. cumin seeds, paprika mixed around. And it's it's the antidote at the Indian food table. Yeah. Something's your mouth is on fire. You're starting to sweat. You need something cool. The one thing. The one thing they can't screw up. Screw yeah. up. I mean, the one thing they can't mess with, 
the one thing they can't fuck with. I'm just yeah. going to yeah, say, say it. If you got to say, you got to say. The friend. one thing they can't fuck with, yeah. as far as uh, as far as like, you can't put meat in it, and you can't put spice in. It. I mean, you could, but what a what a crazy you, you don't thing. Don't be an idiot. Actually, once we were in Reno. Oh, and man. even the right the guy put chili powder in the in the. My buddy gave the chef a wink, and he goes, "Make it spicy." He gave away, and in that wink, was our like our our graves were in that wink. Everything was so goddamn spicy. Hell was unleashed. Hell was unleashed. I, I took my chair at one point and I turned it away from the table and sat away from the table. I, I was so angry at the meal. And you can eat. You can, and I can eat. You spice, can eat spice like insane. like. Yeah. Listen, listeners, that, listeners, say what you want about Ali Hassan, and trust me, I've said a lot, but the man the man can eat spice. So the, it must have been, at that point, you destroyed the dish. You can't enjoy the dish. With you couldn't this taste the flavors yeah. of anything. I don't know what my yeah. friend's wink, what power his wink yield, but it was insane. <laughs> superpower. Uh, okay, so al- alumeti here. Alumeti. So fenugreek, as I mentioned, it is bitter, but with potatoes, it's just a magical combination. And you can also find fenugreek, uh, little seeds. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm making lamb, when I'm make, di- making different curries, sure. I put some of the seeds in a mortar and pestle and I um, I grind them up. Mm-hmm. Very unique flavor. Often when I use fenugreek dried, I get the question, what spice is in here? Oh, yeah. I recognize everything. There's something I don't recognize. Yeah. And it's, all, it's often fenugreek. Fenugreek, the bastard spice you can't identify. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they <laughs> ship on the label. That's right. good marketing. Uh, tell us how you made the, the I'll tell you right now. Okay. So uh, oil in a cast iron pan. Okay. What kind of oil? Does it matter? I would use I, olive because I'm Italian. I would use olive on a medium heat. If you're going to go to a higher heat, then uh, you know, veg, seed, veg, oh, veg, vegetable yeah. canola. Don't use coconut oil okay? because uh, the heat is too high and mm-hmm. it'll start to smoke right away. You can use ghee. That would be unbelievable. Uh, but t- some kind of vegetable oil mm-hmm. wouldn't be the worst thing. First thing is cumin seeds. You put cumin seeds in there. You let them pop a little bit, just for like less less than half a minute. Then you start adding um, minced garlic, minced ginger. You add a little bit of turmeric. You fry that for, I would say, a minute tops. Okay. And then you add these potatoes. The key is the potatoes have already been boiled. Okay. Boiled till firm, not boiled till too soft. Otherwise, it becomes very mushy. Yeah. You notice you can see every piece of potato? That's important. Folks, make your potatoes al dente here, right? Al dente, please, for the love of God. We're not making porridge. We're not making (laughs) soup. We're making uh, alumetti, all right? Alumetti is great. And uh, you gave it an Italian feel, too. Alumetti. Alumetti. I love it. It's great. (laughs) It's so good. If you were making this in Rome, that's how you'd pronounce it. For sure. All right. So now you have these things sort of sizzling yeah. in, a, in, a, in a, and you know, there's very few dishes in India and Pakistan that don't have onions in them. Oh, this yeah. one, no I didn't onions. know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Onions and garlic and ginger is I don't really think, at the base of a lot of stuff. I don't think stuff. India, Pakistan, they're growing a lot of onions. That, you that don't think so? I, I mean, I don't doubt it, but that's not the first thing that comes to mind. Well, it should. Okay, well, now it does. So uh, no onions in this. It's oh, those, it's those <laughs> after, few things, after, after that, all that. After that speech on onions, no onions in this. <laughs> in this, that's what's unique Fair about enough. it. Then you add your potatoes. So now you stir fry your potatoes with this oil. I uh, love it. And and you have to pair, you have to put a little bit more oil than you think. You think it's it's one tablespoon. It's actually probably three to four tablespoons. Dude, heavy behind. hand that oil. Heavy hand Don't on be the oil shy. because the potatoes are going to soak it up. Yeah. And and also you want to crisp them a little bit. Yeah, I love. A, listen, who doesn't like a yeah. crispy potato? Uh, can I can I dive in? Like I I left you with nothing. Ne- no no, but it's what I had. Okay, this okay, is what okay, I had okay. with my my. I'm wife. just gonna eat while you continue with this. Okay, Absolutely. heavy hand the oil. Heavy hand continue. the oil, and then the potatoes go in. Also, so did I say turmeric? You did. That's you did you said. Yeah. You said it earlier. So oh, yeah. after the so, cumin, you put in the the uh, the ginger. garlic, ginger, 
turmeric, turmeric. and some chili flakes. No onions. No. Half a minute, stir fry, then the potatoes go in, okay? Yeah. Now you're now you're browning these potatoes a little bit. On top of that, some some coriander and cumin that is crushed. Mortar and pestle is the way I do yeah. it. You could put it in the spice grinder. You could take it out of a bag of dried spices. I like to do it on the spot. I like to get my four-year-old to do it is what I really yes. like to. Slave labor. And then I, I sprinkle that on top. And you let that fry for a little bit. Key is don't let this garlic burn. You know, you want no, to be don't. at a heat. Uh, once that happens, there's no coming back. No. And then um, so once how, it's how like about ready to be served, you put in this methi that you've, you've this methi, you've salted it yeah. for about in, 10 in, to 15 minutes in, its in a bowl. bowl. Okay. And then you squeeze out the water. Okay. Okay. So you're salting the water that the methi is no, in? No, 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 no. There is no water. Okay. So just the methi? You're salting the methi okay. and that creates water, right? The moisture is drawn like out. Like eggplant when you're doing that with Exactly okay. right. Moisture is drawn out of the methi, so you have a, a big bunch of water at the end. So you're soaking, you're 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 squeezing it, then you're tossing it in here. Beautiful. What you've done is you remove the thicker stems so that you don't have to remove too much, you know, out of your teeth or whatever. Yeah. Everything cooks easily. Everything cooks around the same amount of time, and that's it. You're just kind of stir frying that gently so that the uh, the potatoes don't break apart. And then uh, I put a little lemon juice at the end and some fresh cilantro. Bob's your uncle. It feels to me like, and correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, you just tell me, okay? I have never hesitated to tell you you were wrong, so I almost hope that you are. It feels to me like fenugreek is South Asia's answer to Mexican cilantro. Okay, a couple of problems there. Number one. Cilantro. I don't okay. know where the cilantro Listen. came. You got to inject Italy in every goddamn thing. It's enough. The listeners have had enough. Let's venture out of Italy for a second, for God's sake. Cilantro is the first thing. Uh, Meti is not the answer to cilantro. Oh, and the reason okay. is because okay. it is naturally quite bitter. Mm-hmm. And cilantro is often a garnish. It's a great garnish for a okay. last touch of okay. freshness on something. So I did use cilantro on this. Uh, also, meti is in much larger quantities I see. Okay. than cilantro typically is. And if you if you tried to go, you know, one-to-one, yeah. like um, big amounts of, mm-hmm. of uh, cilantro, it might be a little bit overwhelming. Some people would argue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also methi, if you went in too small quantities, it doesn't really get that flavor. Okay. So, yeah. Well, thank you for that. People have alu sag. I just want to say one thing. Mm-hmm. Alu sag or sag alu, which is spinach and potatoes. So sag is spinach. Sag is spinach. Yeah. Um, this is alu methi or methi alu, which is you know fenugreek and potatoes. Mm-hmm. I just thought of this because you mentioned, uh, we're talking about quantities. Yeah. When, talking about, when you have... Uh, sag alu, spinach and potatoes. It's a lot of spinach yes. with a little bit of potato. That's yeah. not what you're doing with the no, meat. No, it, it almost seems it's the, the inverse. Yeah, it's yeah. the flip. This is more in the cilantro space. It looks like it's just sprinkled on, yeah. but it's still a lot. It was still about oh, yeah. you know, four cups of, of, of meti, where you hardly ever use four cups of cilantro in right. something. Um, but it's not a ton, but it's just to sort of flavor the dish and the um. Okay, a couple of things, questions and comments I have. First of all, would you find this if you went to a Pakistani or Indian restaurant for people who are like, I don't know, I want to taste it before I make it? Yes, there's a seasonal uh, thing. Oh, okay. So if they don't, or, or I want to say an availability thing. Okay. Mithi's not always available. Mm-hmm. So it's very possible that they would be like, you don't So know when this. do you find it? If it's a seasonal thing, is it a winter or is it a summer or I spring? don't know the okay. answer to that. I can look that up. No, it's, got, it's you, all good. One thing you also find is something called methi paratha. So paratha, I don't know if you know what a paratha is. It's a flatbread that's fried instead of baked. A roti okay. is baked. Paratha will have some more oil or ghee in it and it's baked. It's like a fried bread. It can just be the bread. 
And yeah. that's amazing. Okay. Or you can put alu in it, some mashed, potato. slightly spiced potatoes in it. You can put muli in it, which is not everybody's thing, but that's radish, okay. spiced radish in there. And you can have a methi paratha as well. Oh, wow. Okay. And just that. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, I can't. I, I love my day is ruined. I got to go to a Pakistani restaurant. I love those. that you can have this for breakfast. Yeah. And let me tell you, folks, you know, for people who are like, I don't like vegetables, I don't like uh, boring, bland, not for me. This is definitely you want to try. It's I, like I ate this all up like it's my job. Like I, I didn't leave you a morsel. I know. No, but I, I've told my wife this. Yeah. I go, Marco has an interesting style of eating. Oh, shit. He'll take one bite and he'll be like, it's great. And then he won't eat anything. And then my wife goes, maybe he didn't like it. I go, no, I, I think he does because yeah. when he doesn't like it, he tells me. Yeah. He Like when I do Marco's mouth stuff, yeah. you're like immediately, not a fan. I'm yeah. not, I just popped the Yeah, I'll see passion. you. Oh, my God. I heard it in my, oh, my God. Twice. This makes me happy. This makes oh, me no. happy. Yeah. Now okay. you know what I, I do. I apologize. No, it's all good. I didn't know I yeah. was doing this to you yeah. all the time. No, the reason but I do I, that. I enjoy seeing you eat the whole bowl. I guess it's the Italian grandmother in me. If I continue to eat... Yes. I might not listen to what's being said. The other day I ate something and I almost started to cry. It was so good. Okay. I was like, oh my God, this might make me cry. And I've only cried once Wait, or twice. What was it? Uh, what was it? It was, I was eating with friends. We were eating. Almost made you cry yeah. and you don't yeah, remember it was, what it is. It was um, an Israeli dish at that place on DuPont. Um, okay. Parallel Brothers. No. Uh, okay, Rosen Sons. No, got, uh, Fat Pasha. Uh, no, between uh, those two, I'm, I'm, um, done, I'm done. That's all the Israeli places I know. Now, okay, so it was a pancake with havla. Is that am I saying that right? No, uh, you know what I'm talking about. It's the the chickpea. I think it's called havla. Havla. Fuck. That's why I can't remember. Right. Um, it was. It was fantastic. It was this breakfast now, dish. Now, when you say pancake, you mean an actual pancake. It, it was, was a breakfast dish. It was a breakfast dish. Or it was like we, a crepe. We, we went there for like like lunch, but they had a brunch menu. Okay. And they had this, uh, this like- It's uh, halva, buddy. I was trying to make you okay, suffer. Okay. He's pulling out his phone. I was I'm, like, trying, I'm trying to think. Yeah. It was a halva and uh, like cream, like a creme fraiche together yeah. on this pancake with, with pistachios on top of it. Yeah. I took a bite, and I swear to you, I had to restrain myself because I was with friends. I'm like, I'm going to start crying. It's so good. Oh, wow. It was out of this world. Yeah. And uh, I'm sad I don't remember the restaurant. Remember Begonia turned into something else? It's Rosenson's uh, place. All right. Hey, I'll, I'll listen, look it up. You're listen. the one who was there. Don't look at me. I gave you three options for what it could have been. I named three Jewish-run, possibly Israeli restaurants within five kilometers of your studio. And it's not those places. What else do you want from me? Uh, listen, and I've done everything I can. Well, could. thanks for helping me out with the ha- havla, hal- <laughs> halva, 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 with halva. Uh, explain to everyone what that is. While well, I'm halva is a is a dessert that is served uh, pretty much when you you know. Armenians have halva. Tur- the Turkish have halva. Israelis obviously do. All across the Middle East, there's halva. Pakistanis and Indians have halva, and the recipe will. Um, you know, change a little bit. I feel like as you go more east, it's much, much sweeter. Although that said, my aunt did bring some back from Turkey and it was pretty darn sweet. I've fallen in love with it since I went to the Middle East. Yeah. Fetzen. Fetzen. It's called Fetzen. Okay. Yeah. 
Definitely go there. I've never heard it's, of it. It's, F-E-T space Z-U-Z-U-N. Yeah, it's 252 DuPont Street. I don't know why I'm saying this. Some of our listeners don't live in Toronto. <laughs> but Because I want to I want to give them a shout out. Yeah. Uh, we went there for brunch. It was fantastic. And, and is, it, is, it a, is it a brunch It's uh, a modern Isra- It's modern Israeli food is what how it's okay. described. And uh, no, it's not a brunch place. It's a, it, it's a, it looks like a beautiful bar. It has like, we just happened to be there for lunch. And uh, as opposed to getting the... Uh, the lunch menu that my everybody I was having uh, that that evening or that lunch with, I decided to go for the pancakes. Yeah, and it was and it was the right choice. I yeah. bet. So of halva, just to let people know, yeah. uh, worth looking into. There's many different types depending on okay. where you come. Some people like in Indian Pakistan, semolina flour is what they use. Mm-hmm. Uh, so oh, see, I thought it, it was sesame. And Based. so that's where okay. I'm going. That's All where right. I'm going. So India, Pakistan, it's semolina flour. Right. Uh, and usually it's ghee and then some other Yum. flour and sugar. Uh, then there's also nut butter-based one. So halva is usually made from tahini, which you would know as that sesame paste. Yeah. Or, uh, or other, you know, nut, nut butters and, and, and uh, yeah. So uh, that comes out quite a bit and that's you will not find that in Pakistani and Indian um, halvas okay uh, you could also have you know beans and lentil halvas oh really you, yeah oh. and you can't really taste those things and anyway it's uh, it's quite uh, it's quite fantastic I love it I loved it it was great I'm just going right here let me look on Wikipedia look at this it, it, there's a, a section called cultural uses yeah Azerbaijan Greece India uh, Iran Israel, United States. I mean, come on, United States. I mean, come on, but, relax, know, the, the, relax. The, the Persians and uh, you know the, the, the people, the people who are there yeah. in the U.S. Um, and that's just like a yeah, scratching the surface. Anyway, it's it's fantastic. Do and you I'm happy like you it? Have it. you had dishes where where you're like familiar with it? What, what do you mean like, by that? If, like, for example, is it something you would have had growing up? Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Halva is also. There's something in Pakistan called halva puri. Oh man, which is a weird thing because the the the, the starring attraction of halva puri in my mind is the chickpea curry. Is puri a uh, chickpea? No. Oh, okay. And neither is halva. Okay. But it's called halva puri. But right. it's the breakfast. So they name the first thing that you eat, which is the puri, which yeah. is a fried, deep fried bread. Yeah. So it's this deep fried. It comes like all like the size of a a, a, a small volleyball, basically, okay. and then it sort of compresses as the air runs out of all it. Right. And it's this deep fried crispy bread. Yum! And you take that and you eat uh, what is called either chana masala or chole or um, bature, which are which is a chickpea curry, basically. And it's amazing. Again, I'm I'm messing myself up here, but anyway. And then at the end, you always get halva. And some people have the puri with the halva, or just eat the halva yeah. with the spoon. And it's, you get it at the end. They're like, "All right, now here's your halva." Here's your halva, exactly. Right. Or you get all three together, okay. and then you make your decisions. Right. But typically, sweet is you know right, reserved right. for the end in Indian in in, in South Asian culture. Sure. But uh, so darn good. Yeah. And and but very heavy. Like either you. Yeah. Look, if you're a farmer, great news. Yeah. If you're an accountant, it's nap time. Right. You're not. It's more of a Sunday. It's a weekend thing. Halva yeah. puri is not Monday morning. Right. Halva puri is Saturday or Sunday. Wow. Yeah. I'm gonna make this so myself. halva is definitely part of our, very much like oh, part man. of the fabric of so many cultures. I'm going to make myself some uh, halva alo and just be like. I don't know what halva alo is. Al- what is it? Well, now you're sounding potato. like you're going to pour potato. aloe vera yeah. on no. alu. 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 Yeah. That's what I said yeah. with a bit of an accent. <laughs> I have a northern Pakistan I said halva accent. puri. Yeah. You said halva alu. Alu. Yeah. Great. Good yeah. for you. Okay, good. 
was trying to make a joke. It didn't work. It's great. It fell, fell it's great. Flat. Everything fell you've flat. done is wonderful. <laughs> you know what's going to probably fall flat? Uh, okay. Well, Our be next positive segment. about it. Twenty twenty. Yeah. I'm going to be positive. All right. Oh, speaking of which, yes. I looked at statistics. I am thirty five percent accurate with what's in Marco's mouth. Is that good? No, but like of thirty five percent of the time, I get you said it right. It some confidence. Okay. Yeah, I, I was impressed. I was like, oh man, that's more than I thought. Me too. That's more than I yeah. thought. I but it's still have... shitting the bed. Like if that was at least half, like 50-50, I would have been really proud. Yeah. But I'm 35%. Okay. Let's see All if right. we can bring that average All up right. today. Right, here we go. What's in Marco's mouth? That's right. What's in Marco's mouth? It's nothing dirty. We're guessing. We're messing. Let's find out. What's in Marco's mouth? Blindfold is on. This this blindfold really. It's the sexiest blindfold from the outside, and it's 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 uh, productive. No, it's uh, it's efficient from yeah, the inside. Yeah, it's black. I don't see a thing. Like That's everything, great. is and like, you look great. Thank you. And you look. Great. It's the stars okay. on the on the actual. Okay. It's one of those like soft on your eyes, meant for when you put on like lotions to sleep and stuff. Okay, Sweet. lotion boy yeah, here. Right. Uh, uh, put your hand out. Okay. Uh, like that. There's a spoon. Okay. Okay. Your uh, the spoon is in the palm, and stuff from the spoon has now. Oh, gone it on smells the palm. nice. <laughs> Finally. All right. This Finally, is this, this is guy the, with a positive this is, attitude. This is these are the the smells that I like. They're kind of like sweet and. You would. Yeah, I know. You monster. I'm trying to think what this is. It has like a chocolatey nutty smell, almost like a hazelnut. All right, I'm gonna put it in my mouth. I fucking love this. I don't know what it is, but I fucking love it. <laughs> of course you would. It's got, okay, so it's got a Nutella-like consistency or like a smooth peanut butter consistency. But I taste like cocoa liqueur in it. Like I taste a, like a dark chocolate, a dark chocolate, um, oh, what is it? It's a nut butter of some sort with chocolate, with Oh, it's got a liqueur flavor to it. Like, in other words, it's really intense. I mean, there might not be liqueur in it, but it's got a. Can I have another spoonful? I brought you, you two spoons. You brought okay. me two spoons, and I thought that was so. Yeah, I didn't think thoughtful I'd, of you. I actually brought two because I was. I thought maybe you would want it. Did I just put the spoon on my phone or on the plate? <laughs> my, you put the those spoon. Spoon. This, the you spoon is on your phone. Oh, well, that's yeah. good. Okay. Yeah, great. <laughs> it didn't feel like a plate. It's Shit. black in there. I get okay. it. Okay. Um. I find it so hilarious that you love this. This guy's got a sweet tooth, I'll tell you that. Oh, this is great. I love this shit. <laughs> this is dessert for me. Whatever this is on a spoon, and you could just serve it to me in a restaurant. I'll pay five bucks for this. Um, what is it? What is it? it I, I almost feel like it's... It can't be Havla. It can't be. It can't be. You wouldn't First of all, that. it's halva. So halva. It can't be ha- halva. Yeah. It can't be halva because that's something that doesn't exist in reality. So that's why. What is this? This is a chocolate chocolate nut butter. Is it? Is it? You wouldn't do this. You wouldn't have this. But they have these cookie spreads, like these biscuit spreads. You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't have that. No. You couldn't have that. This is more refined. That's hilarious. You don't think I would have it because I'm not refined enough? No, because I feel like you'd be like, this is garbage. I'm not going to have it in my pantry. I wouldn't buy this cookie spread. 
You know what I'm saying? Okay. What do you got, huh? Okay, what do so you got? It's silky but has little fine. I'm going to say chocolate almond butter. Okay. And that's what I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to say. What we're learning about Marco is that he should start trusting his instincts. What I have for you, my friend, is crema di cioccolato di Sicilia, morbida da spalmare. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Ingredients, cane sugar, second hazelnut. Okay. Uh, it's basically Nutella. Yeah. And you went away from that. Because you it's said Nutella, hazelnut. But it's, okay. it's not. Then sunflower oil, then Sicilian chocolate, and, uh, and no liqueur in it. But this is oh, what okay. it is. So we got... Oh, Somebody man. brought a uh, a massive panettone to a Christmas party, right? And with the panettone, uh, accompanying the panettone was this spread, and that's the only reason it's in my house because somebody brought this, and my in laws didn't want it, and they gave it to us, and then now we have this spread oh, here. Oh man! It's so, yeah, a, it's, it's a basically a, a rich man's Nutella. Nutella. Yeah, crema di cioccolato di Sicilia, morbida di da spalmare means Sic- soft. Yeah, Sicilia means Sicily, Sicilia, right? Sicilia, I said yeah. Sicilia. Okay. No, Sicilia. It's all right. So. Uh, Chocolate cream from Sicily is, is what it's yeah. called. And morbida da spalmare. Spalmare means to, to do spread. The, yeah, to spread. Thank you. Yeah. And morbida means soft. Soft to spread. So yeah. soft, spreadable chocolate um, cream. But it doesn't say hazelnut on here in the thing. It doesn't. But if you read the ingredients, you will see it as the second or third ingredient. Yeah, nocciolo. Yeah. I just uh, wish you'd trust your instinct. You know, I, I, I gave... You've been failing a lot. Yeah. And I said, does this guy, does the guy I work with on a weekly basis even know what the fuck he's talking about? I said, you know how I'm going to find out? I'm going to put something that resembles Nutella in his I never came mouth. up with this segment. I never came up with it. It sets me up to fail. It yeah, makes I know. It, there's this arrogance I mean, to this segment so that I did not start, that you started. The, the it serves me. the show well, Marco. Yeah, yeah, but it makes it. It serves your own actual arrogance it well. It just makes me seem like an asshole. And no matter how it plays out, I could win or lose. It's like, who is this asshole who thinks he's got the, the tongue of the century? Um, and trust me, you ask my exes, they will not concur with no, the tongue of the century. No, no. But, uh, Write in if you think uh, Marco's an asshole. Let us know what you think. Does this set him up to seem like an asshole? Uh, we'll, I'll only be reading uh, emails that say yes, by the way. Your opinion is is yours, and I treasure it, but, but I will it only tastes, be reading yeses. It does taste like there's chocolate liqueur in there because I think the cacao in there, it's very pure. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. No, it absolutely does taste yeah. like there's liqueur. I can concur that. How was this on panettone? It was good. We had plans to make a, a French toast out of it. They right. never materialized, so I feel bad about that. But it was quite good. Oh, this is great. Remember, I liked the chocolate one here. I left here with chocolate that day. Jenny Arena sent me a text thanking me, and was she was thrilled. You made her Christmas. Oh, good. By enjoying panettone. <laughs> I was like, you did a you you have a great palate when the blinds when the blinds are off because yeah. you really did a good job of building to the chocolate. I was like, I'll have the chocolate first. You're like, no, nah, I think this is the way to, and it really was. It was the right way to go. I'm gonna say this too. Um, I enjoyed that too much to really like when I put that in my mouth. I was like, "Oh, I just love this." I was like, "Not, not." At that point, I was taken to another place. I know because yeah. I could be putting anything in your mouth, and well, I, I usually veer towards uh, disgusting stuff yeah. and um, not disgusting stuff, but stuff that would be good mixed into other things. But on its own, you're like, "Why am I eating this?" You could poison me, yeah, and probably get away with it because it's like he willingly put that in his mouth. I didn't put a gun to his head. No, no. Um, Passion fruit, episode one hundred, oh, huh? 
<laughs> then I just start taking pictures. Yeah, it's, it's like I, I feel warm. It's really warm. I feel like lightheaded. I feel like <laughs> you just I, hear. I, it's like it's. I can't breathe. Then you I just really... hear the studio door shut. Yeah, Ali, the... Ali, <laughs> can I take off my? <gasps> Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, right. good stuff, buddy. You failed again, All and right. that's what's important. I mean, this is from your culture. This is your people making this. I don't know what to tell you. You grew up on Nutella. I mean, I if you yeah, had given I'm me, I'm setting Nutella, you up to succeed. Is what if, I'm you, doing. if you had given me Nutella, yes. different story. I know, but, but like how? Like what am I gonna? Like, what am I gonna fry an egg and then give you an egg? Like I can't. It can't be so on the nose. Sure, it can. Nah. Who says it can't? Who Who <laughs> said it has to be a complex, rare thing from Sicily? You know, uh, my opportunity to uh, mess you, uh, mess with you and humiliate you. That's not the uh, point of this segment. No, this oh, point what was is, it? Remind this, me what the point it's is It's like to give me something and I have to guess what it is. It's not like, and, I, it's and, not called how can we fuck with Marco. That's right. Ideally, the uh, you describe it so well right. that people have guessed it before you have. Probably. That's ideally. I'm, I've been told that people are shouting while they listen. That's great. What they think it is. And, the and they think I'm an idiot that I can't guess it. Because I'm describing the colors and everything. Ah, anyways, enough. Enough. Hashtag enough. Hashtag uh, enough. Uh, well, listen, it's been fun. It's been wonderful. Yeah, it's been good. It's been listen, wonderful. Great drink. Great, great food item, man. Holy shit. And you disrespected your own people. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Well, full, full it can't. Uh, two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> We'll see you again very soon. Thank you for listening to the Eat and Drink Podcast. I'm Ali Hassan. I'm Marco Timpano. Until we eat again. We hope you got your fill of Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Eat Drink. Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, bottoms up.